It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Well, welcome to the POC Podcast, the podcast from a POC perspective. I'm your host, Anna Zuniga, and I'm joined by the awesome Carla. What is up? Hello. Carla and I are kind of in our feelings, because we were very excited about the Democrats, and then we weren't. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So should we dive right into the fucking (laughs) three-day fucking shutdown? The shithole shutdown? Yeah, let's do it. It was awesome. At first, Schumer was like, nope, we're not giving you the votes. This is not happening. Whatever, whatever. It was great. And then three days later, he totally capitulates. And in fairness, I'm not happy with it, obviously. I wanted him to get something out of it. Well, more than they did. In fairness, they did get stuff. But I wanted him to get more. So I think it's fantastic that Chip got funded. I think it's awesome that they got McConnell publicly to say, hey, you know, I will give you a vote, you know, and by this date that they got to move the deadline up a little bit further than instead of the four weeks. Now it's three weeks. All that is good stuff. But I feel like it's not enough. Well, so this is like I was feeling that way. And I was like, eh, bummed out, down with Democrats, like, you know, like the usual. Yeah. But, then, you know, I started thinking, hey, we are in an, it's it's going to be a long, it's a, we're in a long football game. It's incremental right now. Yep. We're not. No, for sure. It's I'm not. Right. Power. And I think it was a hard sell of getting Chip versus DACA. Like, that was like a bad setup to begin with, right? Yeah. But How do you vote against Chip? Yeah, but they get a chance, to, a crack at it in three weeks. Yeah, for sure. Like, this isn't, like this isn't like the end. It's like, okay. you know what? This is first down. Yeah. We get this done. Now let's go for second down. Yeah, and uh, I want to fucking spike that motherfucking football when we get to, <laughs> to DACA right. across the line. Totally. But I mean, we're not, it's not, they're not the party in power. They ha- they want to get their priorities. They got one, which is, yeah. yay, healthcare. Well, and also in the larger picture of it, like you're saying, they don't, the Republicans no longer have Chip as like a hostage. So they can't no. play that card anymore of like, we're going to keep your, your you want to play nice? You, if you want your Chip, you better play nice with us. They don't have that anymore. Right. So that's like one less thing for the less thing for the Republicans to bargain with that is really important right. to us. Exactly. So I think like next time now it's like it's all on DACA. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and then and then in the meantime, you know, like there's other stuff that's putting pressure on the Republicans. Like the shutdown coverage was not at all um, good for them because he got branded as the Trump shutdown. Mm-hmm. It was on the anniversary of them taking power. So it, did, it wasn't a good look for them. So I think, which is why I think they said, okay, you can have Chip. They'll put up a bigger fight for DACA, but I think that it's like one down, we need the next. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know what a touchdown looks like at this point, you know? Like, wh- what is what is it? Yeah. I think we're, this is first down, we're going for second down. There's, there'll be other more, and then, like, touchdown will be, like, 2018 elections, baby. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be... No, that'll be ball game, bro. <laughs> yeah. So, I think that, like, I was feeling, like, kind of upset, but someone someone reminded me. It's like, you know, they have another chance at this in three weeks. This is just... 
Yeah, I mean, like, it's definitely not all lost. And we still have we still have leverage and we still have power because they still need our votes to right. open the shit back up again. And it, it now it puts the pressure to three weeks, which is, you know, like, it's unfortunate, though, because like, every day 122 DACA kids lose their paperwork. So it yeah, is totally in no, that regard. I- but at least we know that we're, we're going to at least have a little bit more time because this is not going to be an easy negotiation when fucking Trump is going to Tom Cotton and Purdue who are like the extreme right, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I totally get it. And I, I like personally, I wanted the shutdown to go through the state of the union <laughs> <laughs> for my own nefarious reasons. But if they can, you know, whatever. Yeah. I'm not watching it. It would have been nice. Like I said before. Like I said before, I think Democrats should just boycott it and make it as a day of action, like recruiting people to run, holding, you know, like workshops on, you know, like reaching out to other districts, just whatever, like make it a day of action. Don't just like watch this man spew lies after lies and racist thoughts and comments. Like there's no reason for anybody to listen to that. Any person of, we'll, we'll like, we'll send one representative that can take notes and then like somebody will just tweet those out. <laughs> tweet those out and respond appropriately, right? Right. Like there's people who watch Alex Jones just so like nobody else has to. Somebody will have to watch Trump just so none of us have to. Oh God. God bless you, whoever it is that you have to. I mean, I already have a heart, like when I listen to my like talk radio, it's hard when they like slip Trump on you. At least they give you a warning. Like it's coming. I think you do it. Uh, well, I give you a warning, though. I know, and then I take my headphones out. <laughs> this is true. This is true. So, I mean, I think we're on the same page. Like, I'm so disappointed because, it, but at the same time, it, I know that it's not all lost, right? And it'll hopefully it'll all work out the way it needs to, and these younger kids will get some help. At least Chip is good for a minute, right? Um, so I'm excited at least about that. Uh, yeah, and I think, I think if it'll, if it also, I'm excited if, if they balk and they don't do the right thing, I'm totally excited for McConnell to be publicly humiliated for being a liar. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of liars, did you see the Casey Hunt interview where he was trying to fight? Ted Cruz was trying to fight Casey Hunt. Have you seen this? No. Oh fuck! I don't have the audio clip, but I will find it and send it a link. But basically, she was like, well. Because so, he was talking, started talking mess about how it's the Schumer shutdown, which is like their strategy to try to blame the Dems. That's what Schumer is. Yeah. So that's point one and point two. Nope. <laughs> like I will concede. Yes, you need you need sixty votes. It's not a simple majority. But even by the simple majority standard, you lost for Republicans. You didn't have a majority anyway. Even if it was just a majority vote, you didn't have a majority to open up the. So that's your first bug at the argument. And two. This is a manufactured issue. Like, if you hadn't fucked up DACA and if you hadn't held Chip hostage, we wouldn't be here today. You would have had a government funded a long time ago. Or at least a CR without a problem. So, yeah. take several seats. So, anyway, so what happened was Ted Cruz is going ham, blah, blah, blah. This is terrible. I don't believe it. I don't, I don't believe and I never have believed they shouldn't have the government. This is Ted motherfucking Cruz, Carla. <laughs> so, Casey Hunt looks at him like, what do you mean, sir? I recall you on the Senate floor reading Green Eggs and Ham. Well, that's the story you want to tell. He gets all flustered and upset. You're trying to debate me, but you don't have the facts. I thought he was going to start saying fake news, and I was just going to die, Carla. But oh this motherfucker God. with a straight face is going, he's really pissed at Casey Hunt because he's like, sir, I was a congressional reporter, and I was there 
during the 2013 shutdown. And you, sir, most definitely were all about that shutdown. <laughs> I mean, eating green eggs and ham. She she told him about green eggs and fucking ham. And he was like, that's what, he was, I swear to God, Carter, he was going to say fake news. And I was like, what is happening? This, I'm like, they're trying to guide. Casey Hart was like, this motherfucker is trying to gaslight me on live television. Like, she was like, no. Like, they're cunning. Like, it's total retcon. They, but they like, I don't, like, are they just that bad? Like, are they that good of liars? Or are they like creating their own reality? Like, what is happening? They live in their own fantasy world. I I don't understand. And when Casey Hart busted out green eggs and ham, I almost damn near died, kind of. I was like, oh, hell no. She had to remind him of his own shenanigans. That's super funny. Yeah, it was fantastic. Ted Cruz has never really run with competition, so he's always been sneaky. He's always either won in a special election or, you know what I mean? So he's never really had to compete hardly for... Yeah. So it'll be interesting for him to actually get somebody that actually gives him a run for his money. So, all right, let's move on to the next subject. So what should we talk about next? Because I'm kind of free-balling today's epi. Okay, let's talk about how I'm going to Puerto Rico next week and that there's still about 40% of the population without power. Oh, man. Let's talk about lack of of clean water, even in Flint. So I don't have a lot of hope for Puerto Rico if Flint don't got water. So sad. Yeah. I mean, how does this happen, Carla? Well, long, you know, colonialist relationships, you know. Really, <laughs> uh, Give me the abridged version. <laughs> I mean, like, obviously, I believe, like, you know, you've heard me, like, rant about this over and over. But yeah. like, it doesn't matter who's in power in the U.S., Puerto Rico's going to get fucked. But I think that we're getting especially fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it's particularly like, rough this time around. Una me les petaron mongo. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, like, that's how bad it is. Una mal cogida. <laughs> the struggle is real, Carla. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're excited that you're going to go out there see your family, uh, you know, check in on things, and hopefully you can get us some audio from Life from the Motherland, which will oh. probably be as like a special side pod the other thing i wanted to talk about trump today decided it would be a good idea to just start throwing tariffs around 30 percent tariffs on fucking solar powered yeah did you see the amount of jobs that would be lost like considering that solar employs more people than coal yes but like you know, those a- those those energy liberals got, gotta hit them and there's a huge, huge uh, washing machines also are getting a huge tax, right? There's a huge washing machine plant that just got built in South Carolina. So the governor of South Carolina is pissed because he's like, now they're telling me that they don't, because of the tariffs, they don't know if they can actually keep this plant open. And they literally just opened it. So but why, but why, would they have, why would the tariff like apply if it's built in the U.S.? Because they're still bringing other, they're still bringing other company. Like they're still manufacturing stuff in other places. This they just happened to have a plant in South Carolina that the governor himself had worked to get them to open up there, and they literally just opened. So there goes a shitload of jobs. Good job, buddy. <laughs> oh yeah. And so it's like all these idiocies that he does on a world scale have a fucking 
real world a bunch of amateurs. I bet you that they're like watching the West Wing and trying to like learn how to run a government. Jesus, but obviously they're not quite you know they're either drunk or high while watching it because I think anybody who's watched the West Wing can probably decently like run a government. I mean, and some of the basics, yo, just or even like the politics nerd could do a better job than these fools. Can I? Can they find like one competent human? That, that was, you're asking for too much. You're asking for too much. That is true. Although I will say that they are quite competent at installing racist, misogynistic, homophobic people to positions that are lifelong. Yeah, they like that. But that's not the Senate. That like that's the Senate and that's Congress. Yeah. Ooh. I, I mean, they're um, in this Faustian bargain. The Republican Party is in this Faustian bargain with Trump to do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. But you know what? They're like. I, I can give, this is a swan song for them. Yeah. Yeah, I think I mean demographics are not in their in their on their side. No, and I think people are are waking up like, okay, that was not cute. We were pissed, yes, we wanted change, but that was not cute. And like seriously, like white women need to come for the rest of the white women. Mm. Well, did you see Cecile Richards at the march, the women's march, was like, we need to do better. <laughs> well, they've been needing to do better since like what? Beginning uh, of time? Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, talking about doing better. There was an article today in the New York Times yes. talking about, like, Hispanics winning Oscars in the past 20 years. And it was, like, written by some white girl. Had to be. Her name was, oh, like, Brooke. And do you know, like, who she considers, like, Hispanics? Who? Penelope Cruz and oh. Javier Bardem. Well, technically they are. Like, but... honey, those are, like, white people. <laughs> There is no place in this world where Penelope Cruz and Javier Bardem, who are Spaniards, <laughs> and they're white. <laughs> so, while the technical definition of Hispanic they do fit. may include Spain, as applied in the United States, it is very much people of Latin American countries. And when we mean about representation, we don't mean the white people. The white brown people. Like, I'm a white brown person, you know, totally. <laughs> but I'm still white. <laughs> Let's be real. I'm widely represented in film and media. <laughs> Especially like right. the girls, and that's totally me. Well, not really, but whatever. <laughs> like, people with my skin tone are always in front of my face. That's true. New York Times was whiteying like usual. <sighs> New York Times, I tell you. And especially because they were, like, trying to put it on their Oscars so white. And I'm like, yeah, there's <laughs> yes, that's, still. That's, still, that's still a problem. <laughs> it's still a problem. You know, like, talk to me when it's America Ferrara or, I mean, there's other actresses that are Latinas, for example, that are not, like, whenever they, you know, like, Alexis Pledel from Gilmore Girls. Mm-hmm. She's, like, what, Argentinian? Yeah. But you She's wouldn't white. even notice. Right. She's white. Yeah. I'm sure, you know, like, I think it's it's about not having white people in front of you all the time. And, like, audiences love the diversity. Like, Star Trek is super diverse, and it's amazing. You have uh, Black Panther is outselling Captain America in pre-ticket sales. Yeah. Well, can we talk Star about... Star Wars is diverse, and people are, like, loving it, except the idiots who, like, cut down every... Like, cut, that, cut out the women, and then the whole cast made fun of them because wah-wah. Yeah. Representation matters. It does. That's why, like, when I watched Super, like, Super Wonder Woman, I was ready to go start fighting some people. I was like... Right, and you know, it was somebody told me, 
somebody told me, it's like, uh, is that how men feel like all the time? Cause Probably. she's like, I felt, I left that movie feeling so empowered and so powerful. And is that what men feel like all the time? And I'm like, I don't know. I guess she's like, wow. Imagine that. <laughs> now right? we're getting deep. <laughs> totally. So the only, the other thing I wanted to talk about too, we got some bringing us back to our politic and what are your thoughts on the March? It's amazing that even though it got barely any coverage or like maybe it was like a small box on the TV this, this week, the marches this year were even bigger than last year, which is insane. So this movement is not going anywhere. No, I just hope this pink wave turns into a blue wave. Well, a lot of people are wearing uh, blue pussy hats this year. Which oh, I, really? Which I didn't I see thought, any yeah. over here. Which at least I thought was amazing. Uh, in the New York one, they definitely did. That's cool. And some of my coworkers from that went to D.C. said that they had a lot of uh, blue pussy hats over there for blue the blue wave. So uh, well, you know. Mm-hmm. I would love, yeah. I mean, I'm not ecstatic with the Democratic Party all the time. I mean, whatever. It's it's the best that we've got, and I'm not. We're not gonna blow up the system because if you blow it up, the Republicans win. So you know, we ain't, got, we ain't got no time for no purity test right now. <laughs> oh God, no. We we are we are in this place because of fucking purity tests. <laughs> yeah, and also misogyny and sexism and racism. So you know, and fucking Putin. But you know, there's a lot. Of, the electoral college. There's a lot of ants, but that's a particularly big one. Yeah, we got receipts for, like, all of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of receipts, I was kind of, like, starting to feel a little down that my homeboy, fucking Robert Mueller, was being mad chill. I was like, why are you being so distant? <laughs> Where's my diamonds? Where's my cheese, mate? What's, what's happening? What's happening, mommy? And then, bam. And then today, like, today and yesterday, he was like, bam. I talked to uh, Comey, my boy Comey, last year, last week, last month. Oh, bam, I talked to Jeff Sessions last week. Oh, yeah, hopes it, hope Hicks is coming to see me. Sloppy Steve is coming to see me, too. What up? <laughs> oh, my goodness. And all this in the midst of us finding out that Beauregard Sessions was trying to uh, get in the ear of the new FBI director so that they could get rid of Andrew McCabe because, you know, he's Comey's boy. And of course, he's part of the deep state that's got to go. And then, I apologize, I don't remember the new FBI director's name, but he was like, no, I will do managerial direction, managerial direction. If I want somebody gone, I will make sure they're gone. Uh, McCabe is doing a great job. I have no cause to fire him. <laughs> he went through ethics check it, checklist when his wife was running. I see no issue with any of this. So if he goes, so, so do I. Another obstruction case. I mean, Bobby Mueller is like fucking Lucy at the chocolate factory. Like, ah, oh, fuck, another obstruction of justice. <laughs> Witness tampering. <laughs> fuck, I can't get it all. Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, legit, like, another case of, like, witness tampering and obstruction of justice. So, so I'm, much. I'm dying so to know. What do you think Beauregard's told Bobby? Oh, that he didn't remember anything? That he didn't, he, that he didn't, he didn't recall uh, anything? He didn't recall? <laughs> there, there may have been a rush in there. Maybe. But I don't recall. That's all he, I, probably, I bet you he's like, I don't recall, I don't recall, I don't recall. I mean, if I was his attorney, I would say, just say you don't remember anything. 
Uh, I mean, which worries me, because then your memory is not that good, and I, I might not want you to be attorney general, because if you can't recall oh, shit. <laughs> but was it, like, remind me, was it was it done under, was it under grand jury subpoena, or was it like, a, like, will we ever see the transcript? I don't know. They didn't really specify. They just said he talked to him. They didn't specify, like, in what conditions. I would love to see that transcript, see how many times he said, I don't recall. And you know, Mueller was like, bruh. <laughs> Bro, yeah. No, I I mean, like, Sessions, all he wants to do is fuck pe- brown people over. Brown yeah, that's why he's like, which I think is why he made the move to the new FBI director. Um, and he was like, you know, I'm going to try to make Trump happy so he doesn't fire my ass to get back on his dick, good side. Otherwise, I feel like Beauregard tries to do his stuff on the sly. He's not, like, he's like an undercover racist. You know what I'm saying? Wait, no, there's an undercover racist? Come on. Okay, maybe not. But you know what I'm trying to say? Like, like he's, let's be real. He's normally, like, not, you know, he's normally, like, on the hush, you know? He tries to, like, be subtle about it. He's not so overt. Okay, he's as subtle as a sledgehammer. <laughs> you know I mean. What, you know what I'm trying to say? I'll fight you on that one. Like, no, no, no. Like, he's not subtle at all. He's, like, a full-blown, like, I'm a racist. I'm wearing the T-shirt. <laughs> I'm wearing the t-shirt. Well, I, I agree, but he tries to find the lawful way to be racist, is my point. Does that make more sense? Well, yes. That's what I was trying to get at. That's what I was trying to get at. So it's weird that he would, like, he knows this is fucking obstruction of justice. So, like, what is happening? So Christopher Ray uh, was like, Jeff Sessions, if you don't back the fuck up, man, I'm going to bounce. Imagine if Trump lost two FBI directors in a year. I don't think anybody would care. No. Oh, my God. This one, I Yeah, no. We're like, oh, he, he tried, but, you know, that deep state. <laughs> For sure. We Let's do a quick recap. So what do you think about all this Mueller sudden action? I think we're still on track you know what we've always said we're gonna see something by valentine's day so i'm like waiting for valentine's day well and then we're we were getting we were very amused that like okay bam beauregard i talked to him bam i talked to comey we already knew that he was gonna see hope hicks and, and sloppy steve and then we also find out that in the next couple of weeks he will be talking to trump so what that is like a perjury trap Huh? Thanks for moving. People always said it's going to be like about between 12 and 18 months. So we're in well, we're on time. He talked to Comey last month and we had no fucking idea. I love how secretive they are. Like they're keeping their shit together. He which was, I know. I was like, what are you doing, Bobby? Why so distant? <laughs> he had, he was sitting on Papadopoulos for three months. Yeah. That was such a good move. Like what? <laughs> I'm looking forward. I think we're definitely on track. And I think the fact that if he's ready to go talk to Trump, in the next couple of weeks, we're pretty much at, like, I'm just crossing my I's and dotting my T's here, you know? Or yeah. the other I way mean, around. All he's doing is sending a report, so whatever, but still. No, but I'm saying he's, like, wrapping up. I think he's wrapping up stage one. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, how am I going to present this? What am I going to suggest? Right. The repubs are also, like, acting so guilty. It's kind of hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like, they are not acting like people who have nothing to fear. The whole party of them. Yeah, that wasn't that. What does that tell you? Mm-hmm. Methinks, and, and there's this whole other uh, investigation, too, about how all of a sudden the NRA got a bunch of Russian money that happened to go to Trump. 
another Trump money issue that they're saying that it could be kind, uh, it could be deemed a, a con- an in-kind contribution, the the payoff of the prostitute. So they're investigating that as well because that's obviously a violation of campaign law. If they can trace it back to Trump, the the money. I mean, they're just all kinds of stupid and all kinds of paper trail. Michael Cohen created the fucking business in Delaware the same day yeah. that he paid her off. And then the next day he was like, okay, business done. Really, bro? That's awesome. Like, you need a little bit more separation <laughs> than, like, a business you incorporated to magically come pay off that 100K. That, and you should have given her more money because she still spilled all the tea. Mm-hmm. And grossed out the whole population of the United States yeah. and probably the... I think that that's why that story isn't big. Because, I mean, literally, the president of the... Let's take a time out for a second and think about the madness of that. No, no, no. Like, that's not. No, not the details of it. But the president of the United States paid off a prostitute to hide off an affair. It's like... She wasn't a prostitute. Well, I guess, technically, she was getting paid. No, she wasn't get. She didn't get paid. A porn star. Sorry. A porn star. An adult film actress. Let's not devalue sex work. (laughs) Some there people engage with it, and if it's yeah. between consulting adults, I don't it, have a problem with it. It is the I could care, like we said yeah, last week. I could care less about his sex life. I just, I just, I'm just like, what world are we living in? During the shut, going back to like craziness of this week, the shutdown. Trump was like, "Oh, the Dems want to don't want to give the military their money," and I love Terry Duckworth' her response. He's like, uh, "I have, I'm missing two legs because I actually served, so I don't want to hear it from Cadet Bonespurt." <laughs> And I was like, that was fucking amazing. And she's pregnant. I know. She's going to technically be the first senator to give birth while in office. Isn't that crazy? How is that possible? Because as we talked last year, our Senate's really, really old. Ah, that's insane. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that... Put it on the other way. It's like, think about all the barriers that women have to running for office. It's It's really hard. As long as women are considered the primary caregivers of children... Women are going to wait until their kids are out to have to like are, are up. I think Pelosi was her kid was 18 when she first ran. I mean, yeah. it's super hard to do, especially like running for Congress and the live, you know, like you, you're flying back and forth. If you're a primary care, like if as women are considered primary caregivers and you get so much shit for being the primary, like not being the primary caregiver, yeah. the way that country are expected to pan out i mean it doesn't it makes sense now i mean i'm so glad that she is fucking the trend and i wish her the best i know she's fucking the trend in a lot of ways because she's 50 so that's kind of cool <laughs> your face was like what <laughs> really yeah that's what she said i'm just thinking about how many appointments you have to do I know. Well, good for. I mean, congratulations, Tammy Duckworth. <laughs> well, that seems like a perfectly awesome, happy note to leave it on. Here's the first yes. in the Senate, in a positive way, not Mitch, not Mitch McConnell breaking shit. Oh God. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to talk about, or any shout-outs or anything? Uh, no. All I right. mean, shout out to the like. Actually, the only shout-out is like shout-out to the Democrats. For getting chip and uh, you bastards. Nah, just kidding. Y'all better get DACA now. Let's go. Because trust uh, me, you can't win the elections without the brown and black boat. So don't fuck us over. <laughs> I can concur with that assessment. We will be back next week with more show for sure, guys. Mm-hmm.
So hit us up at plcpodcast.com. Info at plcpodcast.com. We're on the Twitter machine at PLC Podcast or Facebook.com slash group slash PLC Podcast. Or you can give us a call at 347-709-3247. So we look forward to talking to you guys. Bye. That is our wrap. <laughs> Woot. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.